Hi, and welcome back to Veg Head Speaks. This is Robin, and today I have with me my sister Jill, who is a, a personal trainer, as well as um, she was a collegiate athlete, uh, currently still obviously an avid exerciser. And um, we were out picking fruit today, um, when, one of her favorite things to do, and I coaxed her into um, joining me for a podcast because I want to talk about what is the best thing to do to get started? Um, some people are avid exercisers and they focus more on their, their exercise than their diet or they only focus on diet and not exercise. And we know it has to be um, a multifaceted um, approach. So I thought, Jill, you could share with us, because um, you work with people of all levels, um, what simple advice would you give to somebody that came to you and said, you know, I'm, I'm I used to exercise or I just never really liked to exercise. You know, you have both sides of it, right? And to get them started, because I know motivation, just like in food, um, behavior change is a huge component of it, as well as motivation. So you're very motivating, but not everybody has you in in, in their ear kind of getting you them going. So um, so welcome. Thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah. And thank you for joining me. And what would you tell them? I mean, if, what would your advice be? I just start doing something. So it determine first what you like to do. Do I do you like to walk? Do you like to stretch? Do you like to bike? Do you like to hike? Do you, you know, all these different some people just love to play basketball. Some people whatever that thing is and then don't let obstacles get in the way of doing that that thing. So sometimes it might be, I love to hike, but you can only get up to the mountains or to the beach or whatever, wherever it is you like to hike on the weekends. Well, then during the week, it's that motivation of, okay, I'm prepping myself to be better at what I love to do. So, so, you, so let me ask you this. So would just two days of hiking be enough fitness for the week? Not, not really. I think what we really need to do is because many of our jobs when we work are sitting so you need to do something after sitting all day. You need to do something that's going to just let your body move and, right. and get some movement in, in. So whether that's going for a short, it doesn't have to be long. That's the key. People think they need to go put on exercise clothes and go for an hour. And that's huge to get a grasp of is I don't have you, an hour of my time. You in my can day, exercise so. in the clothes that you're wearing. As long as you're not wearing high heels and, you know, a business suit kind of thing that you're in a hundred degree weather, right, degree weather yeah, yeah. then you can exercise, okay. you know, or do something that's going to, uh, you know, improve your overall fitness of your body. Yeah. I just saw a study come out that, um, sitting and how detrimental to your health actually sitting is, you know, and because you not only sit at your desk, you, some, a lot of us commute, you sit right. in the car you, or you by bus or whatever it is. And then you get home and you're tired from sitting all day. So you sit some more. So, mm -hmm. I, I get that. You just get out and do something and move. And, yeah. and walking's okay. Good. Walking's fabulous. Walking is so good for overall health um, in terms of, you know, lowering cholesterol, lowering blood pressure, Better for diabetes, all of mm -hmm. those things. Walking is one of the best things you can do. Um, so not all of us are these hardcore athletes that need to have our heart rate up at 80% of our max, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, breathing so hard that we can barely get enough breath to continue on. Uh, that's not, 
that some people exercise that way and some people need that exercise. That's how, what makes them feel good. Mm -hmm. But what we need for overall health, mental health attached to that, like it helps us feel better about ourselves is just going for a walk right? and, and being okay with that. Like not saying, Oh, I, I, I wish I would have walked farther. Just congratulating yourself for what you have done and doesn't mean you can't say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to go a little bit farther or right. go a little bit faster or whatever it is that motivates you. Some people are all about numbers, like trying to do the same walk faster or trying to do, you know, a longer walk every day or whatever it is. And some people just want to enjoy their walk and look at the birds and that's fine. Or the architecture or wherever it is right. they're walking, which is fine also. And, and so, so it's beneficial, but it's also mentally beneficial. All of it. I mean, it's beneficial for your heart. So let me ask you this really quick. Um, so I hear a lot of people with the advent of these Fitbits and anything that monitors, you know, the 10,000 steps a day. And so, and I get that. And then people are kind of motivated by the numbers, but you know, is it good, bad? Or what is your take on that? Oh, I think it's fabulous if that's how what motivates them. So okay. I don't know if it's a human thing or if it's an American thing or just an individual, each individual is different. Competitive people, levels. People yeah. love numbers. They love feedback. They love information that shows that they're doing progress progress or, yeah, or that yeah. they they've accomplished the goal that they've set for themselves yeah. or whatever. So if a Fitbit or a, a fitness app or whatever those things are that everybody is using is you find it helpful, then I say definitely use them. Now, if there's a point within your fitness, uh, you know, regimen or commitment that you say, yeah, I'm kind of done with the app or done with the Fitbit, that's fine. As long as you keep moving and doing mm -hmm. what you're doing. Well, and I think too is, um, I know from personal experience that when I was running a lot and I had a heart rate monitor, I could game it, you know, where if I do the first 15 seconds at a higher rate and then drop off a little bit, I could run a little slower, drop a few beats and it would still record as the higher level. And finally I realized, okay, I'm only cheating myself. Right. Yeah. So, so, but I was still out doing it. Right. right. And then you get a little tied. I, I, I was losing the joy of running. Right. Okay. I was losing that joy of running. And so I had to just put it away. Yeah. And just go back to why I was out there doing it. Yeah. And I think there's a fine, I mean, I've done the heart rate monitor and the Fitbit and all of those different things. And, and for a period of time, I really, really enjoy them. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of, it kind of runs its course. Mm -hmm. And the key is, is that I don't stop. Right. It's I, I maybe do it a different way or, you know, I'm not running as much, but I'm hiking more or, you know, I'm walking more or whatever it is. And, um, and again, Find something you like. If, if if it's bike riding, great. But don't let all the obstacles get in the way. Like I can't find my helmet and I can't. So everything that you do, you need to set yourself up to succeed. So just like where you put your keys every day when you walk in so that you know where your keys are when it's time to leave, your whatever it is that you choose to do, and it might be a combination of all these things, you know, every day you're doing something different. That's fine too. But that you it's, it's already kind of all ready for you so that you, it doesn't take you a half hour to find all the things that you need to go. Right. Cause you get home from work or whatever it is you get. And, and you, that half hour window, you could have done, if it was all ready to go, you'd be done, you know, right. or you'd be halfway through your exercise and now you've spent a half hour and, and you haven't even done anything. Yeah. So you have it ready to go and just do it. Yeah. Okay. So I, I mentored someone uh, recently 
uh, one of my clients that was really concerned uh, that when she would climb the stairs, she would be out of breath. And she thought that something was wrong. And so she was afraid to climb the stairs. And so she'd always take the elevator. And, and so what would you, and I, I talked to you about this. I said, how do, what do I, you know, how do I help this person and share with everybody my, yeah. loses their breath climbing <laughs> yeah. stairs. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, some of us to more of a degree than another. And it's and, about how fast you recover, and, right? And it's about how fast you recover. Like you climb the stairs and you breathe a little hard, but you recover really fast versus man, it took me five minutes to recover. And did you climb one flight or 10 flights? And, you right. know, we all, but you, you're anaerobic. So your body hasn't gone aerobic yet. It's not like when you, it's like whenever you're even starting to run or even a walk at a fast pace where you're kind of, your muscles burn a little bit and you're breathing really hard. It's before you get to that aerobic phase. It mm -hmm. takes, everybody takes a little bit of different amount of time. So I always tell this story about this client that I had who says, it's not that I don't like running. It just really hurts when I start. And I'm like, well, define hurt. And she goes, well, like my muscles burn and it's hard for me to get my breath. And I, I looked at her and I said, you know, that happens to almost everyone. I mean, like, unless you're like this professional athlete and, and, and it does it, those of us, those who train a lot, that conversion happens much quicker mm -hmm. and, and you don't even notice that period of time. But it was like, for her, it was like a light bulb went off in her head. She's like, what do you mean? That happens to everyone. And she became a total runner after that. Really? Okay. And I said, you're also starting out too fast. Okay. So she would just start jogging, you know, like kind of at a fast clip. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's not how you want to do it. Right. Like give your body, be nice to your body. Right. right? So, right. so don't be afraid of those things. And don't be afraid to ask those questions. If you know someone who is a fitness buff and, or, you know, knows a lot about fitness and. Well, I think that's too true is people often um, don't consider themselves an athlete because they're not these hardcore athletes. And I, I'm not running the way I used to, or as much, I still consider myself a runner. Totally. Right. I mean, you're and out there. Technically you know, everybody has all these rules. Like you can't, call, you, run, right? you can't call yourself a runner. If you don't run at least this minute mile, you have to call yourself a jogger. And you know, it's like, you know what? You call yourself whatever you want, <laughs> as long as you're out there doing it, just get out and do it. Yeah. Just, just get out and do it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I even was saying um, to someone earlier that, okay, maybe you don't think you like any of this stuff. Start, maybe you just say, I just like to stretch, stretch, and I like yoga. Okay, then do that. And it, do you have to do it for an hour? No, do it for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Just say, it. when I watch the news, when I get home from work, or when after I've put the kids to bed and I'm, you know, doing my, my own time take, and it does not have to be a long period. doesn't have to be a class. doesn't have to be a long, an entire hour just needs to be something. Right. Well, and I think people start their whole fitness regimen and they have to, they think they have to join a, a gym or they have to buy all the exercise stuff. And like you said, it doesn't have to be that complicated. It doesn't have to be expensive. I see people in the, in we're from Sacramento in Capitol Park and they are out doing Tai Chi or whatever mm -hmm. in their street clothes. Yeah. I see people walking. I mean, that's how I almost, so I used to be go home, put on my running clothes or put on my cycling clothes and go out to exercise. And I don't, I don't really, that doesn't fit into my, my world mm -hmm. right now. So I guess that's another thing to be okay with is that our lives change over the course of the years and we ebb and flow through it to what works for us at that time. And so 
I used to be that person, but now that's not how I get my exercise. I get more of my exercise in just whatever I'm dressed in, you know, and going for a walk around the block or whatever it is, uh, hiking. I do some hiking, you know, those sorts of things. Um, And you you did move to a farm. So now you're doing a lot of pruning and, and raking and 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 squatting and picking fruit and and all that. And that's a whole nother thing. I mean, people say, you don't, you don't have, to, I always say manual labor is the best exercise, <laughs> you know, vacuuming your own house, raking your own yard, mowing your own lawn, uh, you know, scrubbing your own floors, you know, that, and you might hate that. So that does not have to be how you get your exercise, mm-hmm. but, but that is movement. I mean, all of that is movement. And so give yourself credit for that when you're doing it. Um, because you're still key, using your muscles. The key is, is you're not probably going to vacuum every day in your house, right? So Or for 20 minutes, right. unless you so, have a ginormous house. So if, yeah. you're, if you're saying, well, I vacuum. Well, unless you're vacuuming every day, don't count that as own, your only exercise. Okay. And, so, and walking is important. I just really believe in that whole walking and breathing just a little bit harder than you, than you would okay. breathe. So that brings me to, okay, should my heart rate be up? And people get really tied up back to those numbers, get really, well, I was walking, but my heart rate wasn't high enough. And I so I should be running. Everything's I have to run. Yeah. No, it's, so all, everybody has different goals. And in, in our culture, a lot of it is weight loss. Um, but I think if people could change their way of thinking mm-hmm. and think of it as just overall health, like what's going to make my body healthier, make my body work for me throughout its span, lifespan, mm-hmm. right? Like do the things that I want it to do throughout mm-hmm. my life. So we're, we're, we might not be asking our body to be able to, you know, do a hundred mile bike ride when we're 80 and right. that's fine. But the point is, is you still want to be able to, you know, reach up and get stuff and bend down and tie your shoes and, you and know, have your balance and you have fall. your balance yeah. and walk, walk the distances that we want to walk those sorts of things. And so if people could change their way of thinking to, um, overall health instead of weight loss, I think that they would, they would perceive their success and their, they would be happier. The person would be happier with their, their progress because walking just because one, if you're walking just a little faster, just a little bit faster than you would normally walk. Mm -hmm. So if you normally walk at somewhat of a stroll, and don't really have a problem talking while you're walking, then if you just pick it up just a teeny bit and you kind of are a little breathy mm-hmm. while you're walking, then your heart rate is up and okay. you're getting a huge benefit from it. Huge benefit. And again, blood pressure, cholesterol, your heart rate is up a little bit. So a little bit more of the you know calorie burn. But people want these big calorie burns. But then what happens is, is they go out and to get a big calorie burn, you know, like... Um, interval training is big mm-hmm. where, you know, spike that heart rate, let it come back down, spark that heart. Well, they're miserable when they do it. And so they never <laughs> want to do it again. Yeah. Right. And so, so if that works for you, I say, great. As long as you don't stop, that's, right. that's the key, you know, is that you don't, it's not like, ugh, or you don't dread it. Right. If you're going to, if you're dreading it, you're not going to do it. You're going to use any obstacle or excuse to not do it. Right. You know, Oh, I didn't realize, you know, my such and such, the meeting went 30 minutes longer. So now I don't have time or whatever it is, you know, where 
if if you really enjoy it, you would say, oh, well, I can't walk before dinner, but after dinner, I'm just going to go for a short walk, just a little walk around the block or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You figure, I mean, I do, I, I see that for myself on days I know that I'm slammed and won't have time. I park further away. Right. So I get a little extra walk there or I get a break and I'll walk around campus or, you know, cause I just know I'm not going to have my regular routine. That's a great idea. But, Parking yeah. a little bit further away. Yeah. That's fabulous. Yeah. And I just don't, I'm like, I'm going to save on parking fees. I park on the street. I walk further. Yeah. You have to leave 10 minutes earlier it, or 15 minutes mm-hmm. earlier, but um, for me, it, it works because you have to be so little cre- creative sometimes, especially if you're raising kids. Yes. You know, because their schedules are so crazy. And so um, it's it doesn't have to look a certain way, you know, yeah. right? I mean, so for you personally, just figure out a way to get moving, like yeah. you said. And, and for those who do have kids, you're right. It's it's like, oh, we, we have ballet till seven o'clock on Tuesdays. Okay, well, what are you doing from six to seven when your child's in ballet or in soccer or in yeah, I used to basketball? Take, I used to take my shoes. Right. Yeah. Just as long as you have a pair of shoes that are walkable, so you're not in heels or like something that just you can't flip flops. Really, yeah. Yeah. And even, you know, yeah. So you have, just have a pair of shoes in the car that you can put on that are somewhat usable for a walk, then you can go for a walk. Yeah. Because, um, I, yeah, I used to do that same thing because it's better than sitting in the car because again, you're sitting, right? Yeah. You sit on the bleachers watching yeah. and, and, um, it's just, it's actually more enjoyable. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting you bring that up. I was recently at a soccer game watching my niece play soccer mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, it's a you're there for like an hour and a half. Well, you're there an hour ahead of time and then <laughs> you're there for the game. Yeah. So, you know, I, it was super hot. I wasn't going to probably go for, and I actually had my younger daughter who isn't, wasn't, you know, I wasn't going to convince to go for a walk with me. So I stretched, you know, I stretched my calves, I stretched my quads, I stretched my, you know, I just kind of stood and did different stretches. Yeah. And I felt good. And the thing is, is when you're, and you think, oh, people are going to be watching me. They don't. And if, and if they do, you're on a soccer field. Everybody's athletic, you know, everybody's working out, you know, for the most part. I don't ever think that. (laughs) Yeah. But, but, you know, think about, I, I mean, so you, you and I recently had a conversation because I was like, I need five easy exercises. I'm going to be traveling, um, for my core because I struggled with a little bit of back pain. And, and so we did the planking, you know, and you can easily plank at a soccer field. Yeah. Right. We did, um, some other ones that you gave me push ups for upper body strength Mm -hmm. and just some various things that, don't cost anything. No. You can do them in a motel room. You can do them on a beach. You can do them in a soccer field. All those things that you're building your core muscles and doing your upper body strength. And you don't have to go to a gym. Right. Right. Very so, true. Yeah. And so those are two that I gave. I think you gave me five. Um, I don't remember the other ones that you, I mean, obviously I haven't been doing them, but uh, <laughs> no, I have. I've done a few others. Okay. And there's all these apps now. You literally can yeah. download an app and it, counts for you because I don't yeah. I'm not very good at counting or at times for you yeah and you can choose the language and the British accent and all those fun <laughs> things right you know and yeah, uh, have fun with it yeah it can, it can be fun and my goal was always um when my children were young I I wanted to be in enough have enough fitness to do the things they were doing right so if someone said let's go on a quick bike ride with my children I wanted to be able to say yeah I can do that yeah or go on a hike or go chaperone at Yosemite, you know, so you need to be able to hike for a few miles. I wanted to be able to say yes. Right. You know, and, and so that was my, that's what motivated me. It prior to that, I struggled with weight, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was all about the number on the scale. And honestly, I've got to say, when I let that go, 
and just said, you know, I'm just going to enjoy fitness and enjoy my body. And I actually lost weight, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it was so much more fun. Mm-hmm. And so there's a whole movement and we've talked about this called health at every size. And uh, Linda Bacon's a doctor that um, she has a PhD that promotes it. And it's kind of promoting, don't wait till you lose weight. Right. Just start moving now because you don't know what tomorrow holds. Yeah. And, and it, it doesn't matter. You can still walk. You, and, and, yeah. and, and, and with that note, I mean, I, I do know there are people that do struggle with foot, feet problems yes. and stuff like that. Let's be creative and let's think of other ways to do it. You know, cycling's great. Swimming's great. I know that requires a pool, you know, so you have to just, but again, it's thinking through what you can do, you know, and you can, you know, maybe sit on the floor and do some stretching, you know, and, and start that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, circulation may help the feet or, you know, right. just whatever it is. And so we, some of us do, well, there are many people who have physical limitations that certain things are difficult. I get that, right. but just don't just keep movement in, you know, keep movement in your yeah. life. Well, and that's why I loved running so much the years I ran. Um, Cause you could travel yeah. and you don't need anything. You yeah. need your sneakers. And when you go out and run through a beautiful city and a foreign country or wherever, it's a great way to see things. Oh yeah. And meet yeah. people. Right. Yeah. Because, um, so, and, and it doesn't have to be running. It can be walking. Yeah. Like definitely. you said. So I just think, and I agree. I, we've all struggled with injuries. If you've done any sports over the years and, and it's, it makes you crazy. So you find something else. Yeah. Um, you know, I, for a while I was having some foot issues. I hurt my foot and so I could barely get a pair of shoes on and I'd get on the, the rowing machine and I'd row, you know, mm-hmm. just cause I just needed something and definitely wasn't fast, but it was yeah. movement. Yeah. So definitely. So, and for all those people out there who just like team sports, find a team, but then don't just play with that team once a week. Right. Like, Go out and just shoot baskets. Shooting yeah. baskets is great exercise. And fun. And totally fun. Unless you play you know? with our family. It makes you a little competitive, <laughs> you know. We're playing horse. It's just like, because Jilly used to play uh, college basketball. What so are other like, team sports? So, like, shooting baskets is totally yeah, fun. Yeah, what about horseshoes? Does horseshoes count? I would say it counts. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say that was the most a heart rate in, you know, raising strenuous, strenuous sort of, but you're outside. I I think it's really important to do, be out fresh air, sunshine, vitamin D, all of those Uh things. Yeah. So are you doing something other than sitting? So think of it that way, I guess. Am I doing something other than sitting? And we know, (laughs) and we know, like we said, it's multifaceted health. So relationships are really important. Happy relations, good relationships, fun, being with people. And so if horseshoes brings that, I mean, we're not dissing horseshoes. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm just terrible at them. Um, But that's the point. So, and like you said, fresh air, vitamin D, sunshine, being in nature is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. All those things. But okay. So team sports, I, you know, what comes to mind for me is um, soccer or, and, and unfortunately, if you don't have enough people, you can't play. Yeah. But if you had one other person, you can at least kick the ball back and forth. I mean, again, 20 minutes of kicking the ball back and forth. Cause unless you're really good, you're not going to be kicking it spot on every time. Right. <laughs> so you're going to have to laterally move from side to side to get the ball and chase the ball when you miss it. And right. I mean, it's still 20 minutes of movement and you have one other person, right? One other person, right. AON, my daughter, she uh, had gotten into just wanting to throw the baseball, like play catch. I played catch with her one day and went, Oh wow. I haven't done that for a while. I can kind of feel my shoulder. Really? Right? Like, yeah. So it's, 
you know, it's just movement. And kids recover so quick. Yeah. You know, so for them, it's not a, not a problem. Yeah. But, so um, don't overdo it. Yeah. <laughs> let, no, me, let me stress yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and I guess the goal, if, if people really want to have a goal oriented thing, the goal would be to try to do something every day. And it, right. I, I mean, would say that. I mean, again, don't beat yourself up if you can't get in every day. And when I say do something, it's just a, a bit of movement, just a period of the day where you're not just sitting. So what are these people that have their desks that are raised, you know, where you're standing at your desk instead of sitting? I, I wouldn't count that as exercise. I think that's good for their posture and good for their overall, like now they have some stabilizer muscles working, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, because when we sit, our hip flexors are, you know, at our hips, we're flexed. And then we usually are hunched, hunched yeah. and our, we're forward. Our chin is moved forward because we're looking forward at our computers. Mm-hmm. And so, and even when we drive, our hands are in front of us. We've got our shoulders rounded. Mm-hmm. Our ne- our chin is out mm-hmm. too far. You know, all the things that are bad for our posture. Right. <laughs> so I think when you're standing at your desk, I definitely think it's be- better for your posture and overall uh, not um, overusing those muscles that are, that are leading to bad posture, right? you know, right. We're stretching and, ba- and back issues and yeah. back issues mm-hmm. and all those sorts of things. So, um, but I would still encourage those people to take a walk at lunch or right. walk after, you know, or do something that and most, adds- pe- and most people get a lunch hour. Not always. I used to work a job that you would be worked through lunch, but, mm-hmm. um, but not every day. Right. It didn't happen every day. So right. you can still work things in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, the people that commute a long thing time, yeah, same thing. Get out and move, right? Yeah, and when you commute along a long ways, it's hard because it's dark when you leave, it's dark when you come back. So, what can you do? You know, is there something inside? Do you have, you know, a stationary bike? Uh, which are boring, I get yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that might work for you. Right. You know, um, might work for you. So, uh, it's and you just- can actually get um, if you have a bicycle. You can get the, I used one when I was training. You can get those little uh, trainers that you put your back wheel on. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to even buy a whole new apparatus. You right. buy a $50, I don't even know what they are now, yeah. thing that you plug, to, and it's your own bike and it's yeah. on there. And so it doesn't take up a bunch of space and yeah. it doesn't become a, a rack to hold all your clothes to dry, you yeah. know, at some point. So, yeah. but you're right. It does get, you have to put on some good music. It gets a little old. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I just keep, uh, I, when I work with, clients who are, you know, don't really like to exercise. It's just, let's find something that you enjoy. So I had a client once who loved looking at all the homes in her, you know, like oh, love uh-huh. looking at homes. So that's what we would do. We would walk around the neighborhood and just comment on all the different houses and how they decorated and what they did to their yard. And there we go. Well, you know, and maybe- that's interesting because uh, I've had people tell me they don't like to grocery shop. And to a dietitian, <laughs> it's, or, you know, me who's becoming a dietitian, what do you mean I have a grocery shop? You know, I love it. So that would be me. I like, do not like okay, a grocery but shop. Someone, that someone comes to you and says, I don't want to exercise. You're like, what? How does that even happen? We can just, everything can be fun in my world. Right. I mean, even when I go to the playground with my daughter, it's like we play games that are. Well, think about it. If you followed a kid around, we'd be in pretty darn good shape, right? Yeah, if you just definitely. play like a kid or play like a dog. Yeah, yeah for definitely, sure. Definitely. So but, I would just encourage people to find something they like. Uh, I know some people will say, I don't like any of it. I get that. Well, then maybe find another way to motivate yourself. Like, I know it's good for me and it's only 20 minutes kind of thing. And I'm worth it in my health. And I'm worth it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, and it's just a walk. We all walk. 
well, yeah. most of us, you know, I mean, we all move in some yeah, form. Yeah, in some form, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, and then, like you said, it's it's really to be gentle with yourself. But in the same token, don't let that be an excuse. Instead, realize that, you know, you're worth it. Right. And so be gentle, but also go do, you yes. know, um, do it at your level. But, you know, because not doing is hurting your health. Yeah. When I say be gentle, it's it's really is like, don't criticize yourself for not doing more. You're right. still, you've still done something. So pat yourself on the back for doing something, knowing that it can be better and go from there. That's, yeah. you know. Yeah. There was a saying when we used to do triathlons, it would be like, when's the last time you tried something new? Yes. And I, I kind of loved that because it was like, that was all new to us. Yeah. And we were just kind of going for it. And we were, ter- I was terrible. It was super fun though. Super, yeah. super fun to do something new. I mean, terrible's a, I mean, who says that? You know, I'm like, terrible? What do you mean? You finished. I crashed, I crashed into your bike. What do you mean? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, but anyway, so Jill, thank you. Thanks for that advice. Yeah. And last words be just like, get out and try it and have fun with it. Definitely. Just uh, if, if you don't just know we're, we're supporting you. Like, yeah, no, I'd love to see them succeed. You know, succeed. Just, if you, if you need motivation or knowing that somebody is rooting for you, we're rooting for you. Yeah. Okay. We want, we want you, whoever is listening out there to find the joy in it, find joy somehow in, in movement. Yeah, I agree. Thank you again. And for my listeners, that's it for me today. And um, you can find me as always on Instagram at Veghead Speaks or my um, blog, Veghead uh, Speaks.com. And I'm also on Twitter. So uh, thanks for joining us.